0: So, how I usually like to to start these conversations is uh, is really about an individual's journey on how they get to to where they are, and, and usually I kind of talk to people who are at the the stage of performing their life's work so to speak or something they'll be mm-hmm. in for a very long time you mm-hmm. know and, and it seems Copies is is likely that for for you in, in a bunch of variety of ways but talk to the journey because I know we talked before and yours has been an awesome Great. one because it's not a traditional route which I love to go to this space so, so talk a little bit about about the journey.
1: Yeah thanks Grant yeah the uh it's been quite a zigzag for sure um and it's it's definitely the plan to to uh this to be my legacy but but uh and i, I didn't really know what i want to do when i grew up and i just kind of kept finding different things to explore i uh i was a small college basketball player and decided to coach and teach for a little while that was great i was a division one assistant coach and then i had had small college coach for a while in, in the basketball world and decided to go back and get my phd and uh kind of become a better coach and the, as I was there, I, I got the entrepreneur bug. So I started uh, starting companies and being involved with startups. And, and there was a very much a different kind of stress versus coaching. But, but strangely, uh, a stress that you had a little more control of. So I, I think I've been part of uh, nine different startups in, in different ways. Wow. Um, uh, and, and I was an investor in uh, Berkshire Hathaway for a little while and, and kind of liked uh, their model their holding Mm -hmm. company model, but didn't really like what they're investing in. So as I started learning more about impact investing, I thought let's uh, let's let's try this, but invest in things that actually are doing better things for the world. And and the more we research it, we realize that it's actually a good business decision to care yep. about the long term future of our world uh, in more ways than one. So um, yeah, my parents were very socially justice minded. I I lived in India for a little while growing up, and uh, so I kind of had this idea percolating for a long time. And and it feels like the timing. Timing is right. Start launching companies of peace. Co. Peace for
0: sure. <laughs> so, talk a little bit about the model, because I, I, you know, a holding company is. We talked a little bit about it before. It, it's sort of a. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting model that allows a lot of a lot of interesting freedoms, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's also it's also difficult to kind of do. Talk a little bit about the. I guess the process of choosing to do that model, right? Versus sort of mm-hmm. traditional models.
1: It's a great question. As we were researching, uh, you know, kind of movements in the impact space, it felt like the space was maturing enough to to kind of accept the organizing principle that the holding company provide. Uh, as we were talking to our, our legal people, we uh, were exploring different models and there's some advantages w- through the X- SEC exemptions with the holding company. And, and I had a couple small you know, potential subsidiaries that we could slide in there to get started. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: You're, you're definitely right that it's, it is, is difficult. We've been approached by several people that said, Hey, you know, others have tried this and (laughs) and it hasn't worked and we, we know why it's because it's, it's hard. And it's expensive. So mm-hmm. if we hadn't had, uh, you know, kind of the, the privilege, honestly, of having friends and family that believed in us and had seen successes that we had done in the past and uh, investing in us early, we wouldn't have had the wherewithal to pay the legal and the audit and the other fees that come come with the creating this holding company model. But but we do like it. We it gives us the the ability to kind of blend you know strategic investments with uh, subsidiary holdings yep. and uh, I think that blend gives us the kind of a de-risking portfolio of holdings that allows us to to grow in a in a complementary way.
0: I want to go back to to initially what you said when when you kind of wanted to get into the impact investing space and you started mm-hmm. researching it and doing sort of your due diligence within just a sector. What it what it, it maybe surprised you either good or bad, right, about the the industry and the sector uh, right when you started yeah. to, to research it?
1: The difference between uh, what we had always considered socially responsible investing for a long time and the willingness in that space to kind of give a few points and, and mm-hmm. you know, be be fine with that because you're doing good things for the world. But uh, the, in impact investing, you're it's not, not okay to uh, give those points. So you really are searching for companies that are actively doing good things for in the environment or in the, in socially, but also providing a strong return. And, and I think attractive thing about the model is that it, it provides a much more of a pathway to sustainability. So so if we can find these companies that are, are providing both the impact that we can demonstrate and the financial return, it's pretty different really compared to what we had been uh, used to doing in the socially responsible investing space. So, so I think it's, uh, I think it's exciting that, uh, that it has that kind of opportunity to provide a return that uh, gives a, you know, a different leg up, I I think, uh, versus the, what we had seen in the past. And I, I, until we researched it, uh, I didn't really realize that they were it was that difference and that there were that many opportunities. So mm-hmm. I think the good mm-hmm. news, good news on our side is we've already looked at 150 plus uh potential holdings and there's a lot of good ideas and a lot of people <laughs> who are doing good things. So so that's exciting.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And through and through those 150 or so, what where's what is there a sector that majority are coming from? Is it is it climate, is it the environment, yeah. is it technology, is it like I guess from those, you know, 150, let's just call them pitch decks to – for, yep. for ease of chatting. What sectors have you seen through those?
1: Yeah, we, so we're we trying to be a little bit uh, agnostic and to use kind of the sports parlance, yeah. uh, read the defense and find yeah. find different things. But uh, but really, so far, it's been a little easier for us to look at climate crisis uh, mm-hmm. opportunities. I think it's been a little bit that, you know, those opportunities are percolating up a little bit because it's been easier to show the real impact and to right. show a pathway to profitability. So we, we definitely want to touch both the social and the environmental, but uh, but that has been a little bit easier
0: for us so far. I wanted to go back to uh, when you got your PhD. One, like, what was what was that in right from just a yeah, study yeah. perspective, and and how did that did, was it right after that that you decided to go into the space? Yeah, so
1: it, it's uh, it's a good question because I I wanted to study conflict management, and I was. Uh, specifically looking at coach-player relations. Okay. Um, I thought that that was kind of an interesting world. And I started at the University of Washington and the final four, this this ages me a little bit, but if the final <laughs> four in 1994 uh, was in Seattle and, okay. and, and there was a um, kind of a vaporware company that was there. Um, my brother had been my assistant coach. And he started at the University of Kansas, and this company just happened to be uh, based in Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I decided to leave the University of Washington, uh, transfer to Kansas, and I it took me a long time to get them a PhD because I started, started with this company that was called Coach's Edge, and... Coach's Edge uh, became Sport Vision, which was the company that developed the uh, virtual yellow line in, in American football and the glowing hmm. blue puck in hockey and some other sports advancements. And then it just kind of snow snowballed from there. So I uh, went into a couple other companies after that, but uh, but uh, I eventually did get my PhD done. I I uh, became good friends with the uh, the Kansas basketball people, which was which was fun. Um, and it's actually it's actually uh, officially in education. So so I've done quite a bit of teaching uh,
0: as well uh, on my on my path. <laughs> it's interesting because you know I think that again I, I like the the path of sort of this this non traditional like mm-hmm. you know finance in college or like a master's degree mm-hmm. in you know portfolio development or or something like mm-hmm. that. And I, as I get into this space a little bit more, like. I'm discovering that there's actually not a lot of diversity within the impact investing space from like just a back, like background diversity, right? It's always sort of the same, the same journey to get there. And that's why like when when we initially spoke, I was like, this is what I like because I think getting people from different perspectives to bring a creativity to investing in general, I think is needed, right? Because for so long, we've just had this, Look at the numbers. Don't look at anything else. Like what does the mm-hmm. bottom line say, right? And that's, while it's created massive wealth, right? It's also created- yeah. Well, it, for you, some people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, you can, and you can say it, it's created even, even massive division, right? And, right. and I think exactly. that creative thinking coming into the investing space actually just creates the impact investing sector, right? That creativity is what's mm-hmm. needed and, what, and what's bringing it in from, from these sources yeah. like, like you are.
1: No, well, I agree. I, I think having a diversity of a of background gives you so much more to draw from. If you mm-hmm. if you've had this linear path that followed finance and then said and say, oh yeah, by the way, there's impact investing. We can add that to it. It it it's a little bit limiting. So I I think that uh, it's been interesting to have a a different path to get here. Um, we actually see you know, some sports related opportunities in, uh, in, yeah. in sport for good. So, so that's, that's cool too. And we're assembling a team that has kind of a similar diverse background. So a lot of our, our team has a, uh, has kind of crazy backgrounds, but I, I I'm like mm-hmm. you, I like that. I think it's, it's the way to go.
0: Uh, quick, quick, quick trivia question. Who won yep. the 1995 final oh, no. in Seattle? Oh no. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I really can't remember. I, I'm going with North Carolina, but I I don't really know why I'm saying
0: that. North Carolina was I'm in so the Final bad. Four. They were in the Final uh, Four, but okay. it was actually UCLA uh, beat Arkansas. Uh, there, oh, there So that right. was what was that Ed O'Bannon and was that the Corliss Williamson Razorbacks? I feel like it would might have oh, been. Man. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> the um,
1: uh, yeah, forty minutes of hell. I think the yeah, um, okay. yeah. I've been to I've been to every final four since nineteen ninety two, and I'm I'm so bad. I, as a coach, you know, so many coaches remember everything from the game. They're like, hey, remember that three that was hit at the five five minute and twenty seven seconds mark, and all that <laughs> I, after after the game was over. I forgot. I like, I just moved on. I was not like one of those people that uh, remembered every little tidbit. So yeah,
0: you got me on that uh, little trivia question. I like it. So part of, I like what you said about the sports for good sector. Cause I think one mm-hmm. of, you know, the, the portfolio companies was, was uncharted uh, power. Mm-hmm. It used to be uncharted play and, and they kind of did mm-hmm. a little bit. of that with was sort of the, the soccer ball as duels as like mm-hmm. a, a solar powered light, which was by this time it might've been, almost a decade ago now they kind of came out yeah. with that, that sort of little innovation. And that was such a creative way, right? To, to look at mm-hmm. you know people who live in, in areas where clean water and electricity is not available, but soccer is the world, right? It's yeah. yep. it, it's, it's still a, the lifeline, right? It's the blood of, of, of kids and adults that live there. And I thought that was such mm-hmm. a creative, creative way to, to look at solving issues and what are possible in, in, in sports from my like, a social good like impact space perspective like what's still possible within an arena that you might see
1: yeah we're seeing quite a few uh opportunities i think when people think of uh, sport for good they traditionally think of kind of a nonprofit approach
0: mm-hmm. yeah. um,
1: but we've been we've been approached by some foundations that are honestly a little fatigued yeah. by kind of the philanthropic work work they've been doing and they've been saying okay maybe we should start dabbling in impact investing so instead of uh you know providing money for a soccer pitch someplace and you know a couple of years later it's grown over right. there's there's the idea of possibly making it a you know a money making endeavor where maybe we bring in some of the uncharted power capabilities for example and the space gets used in the community in a way that gets rented out in a, an affordable way for the community but blending in some potential for some revenues we we've got uh, we've looked at um, several interesting ones uh, some kind of apparel uh, manufacturers that are trying to help muslim women for example who stop playing sports because uh, of their some you know they're embarrassed by by what they're wearing so so that this this company has a a way of making it kind of cool uh to and, have, uh, and wearable to start, right and like wearable in and wearable, hot, hot exactly. areas yeah 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 so so you know and then we've we've got some uh impact branding measurement that we're looking at so there there's kind of a gamut of uh opportunities out there in the sport for good world so we're excited about that uh about that potential the unsure power is a great uh, it's a great story because they talk about zigzagging and pivoting a little bit. They they have evolved quite a bit yep. in their evolution, and they actually we think hit the social and the environmental side yep. uh, of uh, of our investment, and we we like them. And they they came to us through uh, uh, some NBA players that were connected to some of our community. So. So talk, that, a little uh, bit,
0: talk a little bit about what you can share about them, like now, if, if you can. I yeah. know they're doing some very, very creative things. I don't know yeah. like, from, a, from an IP yeah. or patent standpoint if you could share some of the stuff.
1: Yeah, they, they do have quite a bit of uh, protected IP. Uh, there's, I think we have to be a little careful about uh, telling, uh, telling too many uh, details. But, yeah. but generally, they're trying to bring uh, power, cloud storage, 5G, to com- communities that don't have access to the grid yeah um and, and and talk about impacting communities yeah. it's uh it's uh something that can be brought to uh a lot of places where we are looking at um a couple of communities that we're connected to uh for example in the Wind River Reservation in Wyoming and mm-hmm. the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and a couple other places where there's a uh deep need for their capabilities but uh yeah we're we're, we're excited about uh where they're going
0: yeah, it also that was, hits. That was, high level. that
1: was high level. Yeah, it also hits
0: on the. Uh, it also hits on the education aspect too, because bringing that whether it's cloud storage, whether it's five G, whether mm-hmm. there's there's a lot yeah. of ancillary effects that happens yeah. there. Especially mm-hmm. when we see the shift in first world education, <laughs> right, shifting yeah. to to online. That sort of evens the playing field when you even have the access and just the opportunity yes, to like no educate same. your community through a variety of different of different ways right so i think that is it, it's such a, a powerful like right that everybody should should sort of have right it's sort of like water electricity and mm-hmm. like internet right it, internet is almost a natural resource at this point in time and to not yeah. even have it you're you're just yeah. you're just able you're just you just disabled as a community right almost yeah. not having yeah. not having that ability for sure, it's. I
1: my I just moved my twenty-two-year-old into uh, his first apartment, and before anything else happened, he set up the internet. Like, yep. like it was yep. like it was like it was like air for him. He couldn't one move anything else. Couldn't even move anything in until he had that connectivity, and then all right, now we can think about everything else. So it was funny.
0: <laughs> Going back to to the holding company construction was initially when you talk to investors, was that an easier pitch, right, to get? You know, whether it's family or friends involved, whether it's mm-hmm. you know LPs involved, was was that a hurdle that you had to take because maybe individuals didn't want to do that, right? They didn't want to invest in in that type of structure, or was it easier because those who understand that structure look at it as, as really powerful?
1: Yeah, it, honestly, both. Mm-hmm. I think for <laughs> for the for the people that knew us and trusted us, and and kind of we could explain uh, why we're doing it this way that they. Seem to get it pretty quickly. Uh, for people that were not as connected to, uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge to explain why this is the way to to uh, move the ball forward on the impact space. And I think that one of our big ideas, or our big idea, is to try to democratize access to the game. So communities mm. that have not had the ability to grow equity have a, a new vehicle to do so. So as we're doing that, that you know, a lot of education comes with it. So, so I think the, you know, having, uh, you know, a Berkshire Hathaway type company that's doing better things for world is, is something that people understand. I mean, they, people understand Warren Buffett. Uh, a lot of people don't like what he's been doing recently, but yeah. uh, uh, I think that uh, that educational component is, is something that we're blending into what we're doing.
0: And that sort of kind of goes to the WeFunder sort of campaign, mm-hmm. right? The idea that mm-hmm. you know, equity crowdfunding allows individuals to be able to, to invest yeah. in, in companies or that would never had access before. Mm-hmm. It, was kind of, it was kind of tucked into the JOBS Act, right? But to me, it yeah. was actually the biggest piece of legislation within that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. once people kind of understand, I think what it is, and as, that, as it grows even more and more, especially you see a lot of people coming into these, these online trading platforms like Robinhood, which is mm-hmm. probably not the best thing to do mm-hmm. first out the gate. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But equity crowdfunding actually gives you the ability to look at early stage startups. Right. And really, I mean, deep dive, see exactly Mm -hmm. what the numbers are, see who's running the company, read everything you can about them and then invest like 500 bucks. Right. Like it's such an access thing. That I think yeah. is incredible.
1: Yeah, well, I love that the the uh, and it is. I think it is a game changer. Uh, I I do feel like most people don't know it's right. out there still. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. I've been, you know, even talking to some friends that I'm just beginning to tell about CoPeace. They're like, oh, I'm willing to contribute. Think and I think their idea is that oh, it's just kind of a kick fun, kick Kickstarter type thing for for a new yep. company. But yep. but you know, we're 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 actually providing you know real stock real equity and yep. a real dividend return and and we've really enjoyed working with WeFunder they are they're also like we are a public benefit corporation and a certified B Corp which is uh, that combination's not really that uh, prevalent out there it, mm-hmm. you know legally the PBC allows you to to protect your stakeholders over your shareholders basically you know so that you care more about the world and the B Corp is, is a process that is quite grueling that, uh, that you know, some companies are able to go through that pretty much gives you the stamp of approval that you're walking the walk. You're actually you know, doing good things for the world. So uh, so has been a good partner on, the, on this crowdfunding effort.
0: How was that? Because like you said, I think there's still some people who maybe know what it is or maybe they think of it as Kickstarter thing, which it really isn't. I mean, it, as far as no. the ability that everybody can you know, put up something, in that Mm -hmm. in that fashion it is i guess right but like right no it's not that you're getting a shirt right or you're getting like an ice cream or something that you order you actually have the ability to own equity in these companies which to me is just it's going to be an incredible incredible thing once i think it gets that sort of scale of of people understanding it so was that just like a no-brainer for you guys was that you guys were going to do that out the gate
1: yeah, that was part of our plan from the beginning and and I think that we're seeing uh good momentum in this in the in that space especially with what's going on in the in the world. I think people are trying to find companies that are
0: mm-hmm. are
1: doing good things for the world. I think the COVID plus the struggle for racial justice plus the cl- cl- you know climate crisis are are also interrelated that it's overwhelming. So so if somebody can participate in a early stage company that has a chance to grow and you feel better about it, I think that is, uh, it really is a good thing. And and it's been, you know, something that most communities have not had access to until now. So, so yeah, we're, we're excited about where it's going. I still think it's just at the nation uh, stages. I think it's just oh, super really early.
0: Yeah. Su- super, super early stages. When you look at and you look, you don't have to, you don't have to talk about like sort of the in, in super detail, but like when you, you know talk to founders right when you talk to mm-hmm. you know these people that will send you you know decks or, or pitch you on their company like i guess what are some of the questions you ask them and, and, and sort of what are what are you looking for right In founders yeah. and, and companies when when they approach you guys yeah so a great question we're,
1: we're trying to find strong management teams we're using you know kind of at a high level we're using what we're calling the head plus the heart plus the math approach so you know the head is it a is it a good business idea is it mm-hmm, something sure. that the the world needs and heart does it have impact that we can demonstrate and we we aren't as we look at everything on a case-by-case basis so we mm-hmm. we want to be you know hyperly transparent but we will communicate that impact with uh with our community and then the the math so we've got a a strong finance team. We've got a young mathematical economist and and several people on our bench that um, go through the the numbers and and kind of you know anticipate different models. And actually, when we've said no, which we've said most of the time, and it's mostly because of the math, honestly, uh, we we suggest some ideas and some modeling mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Uh, that might help them to grow. And then maybe we can reconsider uh, in the in the future. But I, I think uh, we're you know we're really trying to find companies that are early stages in gen- in general that show this pathway to the impact plus the return. Interestingly, we've also found companies approach us that are maybe, maybe B Corp or maybe not B Corp, but mm-hmm. they've been you know, in that space for a long time, and they're getting ready to exit, and they're they're looking around, and they're like, "Who can I trust my baby with?" You know, so 100%. they want to grace. Yeah. They want to great. They want to gracefully exit, and they they see Kopis as a potential partner where we can uh, continue to carry the baton. mission. Mission. Carry, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, Hundred
0: yeah, percent. No, that's. Yeah. I think I see that all the time. I mean, being. Mm-hmm you know, doing cause art for seven years now, I've kind of seen kind of. companies mature, right? And companies mm-hmm. fail. And I've seen exits now, right? Like we see, I think we see the industry where a lot of these these big companies, you're, they're seeing a little bit of market share taken, you know, from yeah. these social impact yeah. brands because they have, you know, people who know the space very well, really innovative founders that, that come in and create amazing companies with amazing products. And, you know, I, I always... I always talk to them with people who have, you know, taken whether it's whether it's been acquisition or whether it's been just a real, uh, you know, injection of capital into, into their company from these big, you know, big brands. I yeah. always like to ask them, you know, it, you know, how do you approach it? Like when a big check is in front of your face, but right. it might be from an organization or a company that has like traditionally, just not been very mm-hmm. impact focused, right? And, and what that looks like from your thought process. Because look, if you put a decade of your life in something you know, and then it goes off to, to be something that you never intended to be. I, I, you know, I wonder what that like feels like. I could like it, it just, it's a tough thing because you want them to succeed, yes. right? You want them to exit, but you also want to see that, that, what they built stays alive. continues
1: to be authentic and real. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's a, it's a, it's a balance for sure. I, I, and it's not an easy, it's not, there's not an easy solution a lot of times for that because I, I do think that there's, a lot of inconsistency, especially as companies are, you know, impact washing and greenwashing, and just want to tell a story of something and then blend that into their story, and not necessarily really care about where it's going. So I, I think that's a,
0: a real issue. When the companies that that are pitching that are pitching it and sending stuff, mm-hmm. can you do you see like obviously you don't have to say who there are, but do you see like greenwashing that oozes through that? Can you immediately sort of smell that out a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've we've we have seen it. um i'm not sure if it i'm not sure if it's that easy i guess it depends but uh it does feel like does i mean that's a good choice of words i think it does feel like it it oozes out you can you can uh, tell that it's not real pretty fast so we we've got a lot of younger people on our team and they are very careful about making sure things are real because uh that's where that's where it's at and they i think when they look at Something that, that's not genuine, they 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 sense it pretty fast.
0: Do you guys have like a goal for for twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Do you look at yearly and say, you know, we are going to try to invest in you know five companies this year, this yeah. year, ten companies this year? Do you guys have a a metric like that, or is it tough to do that because it's just like it really depends on the quality of companies that come through the door?
1: Yeah, it's it's we do have a goal. We'd like to have about ten in our portfolio by the end of two thousand twenty one. Okay, um, but it but it does. Depend on uh, the companies that come in. I mean, so we're we are flexible about our check size. We mm-hmm. we uh, you know we 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 anticipate you know something as small as fifty thousand all the way up to two million plus. So mm-hmm. uh, so we um, we we think about the sweet spot you know, early stage for us would be about 10. Um, we do have five, I guess, now, not, not one who hasn't been uh, publicly announced yet, but uh, so we're, we're making progress toward that toward that goal.
0: Can you talk about some of the others within it? Uh, mm-hmm. The portfolio, I'd I love to, I'm sort of a portfolio nerd a little bit. I love yeah. to, to understand the the companies within it a little bit. Yeah.
1: So in our in our holding company approach, forty percent of our, our assets can be allocated in a strategic way and sixty percent of our assets are reserved for companies that we have 50% or more voting shares. So not necessarily 50% equity, but at least 50% voting shares. So, mm-hmm. so we're, 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 we're trying to blend this right now. And uh, one of our companies has been a strategic investment. And nicely, that one's going to lead to some uh, holdings, it looks like, in the, in the future. Our next company that, that we invested in is a hazardous or, or uh, municipal waste to energy company. Um, that's a that's a little bit of a larger investment from us and, and we'll have a, a more than a 50% share in that company hmm. um, and then we've started uh, some subsidiaries out of what we've perceived as a, a need in the community where we're hundred uh, percent wholly owned subsidiaries of ours so we feel like uh, it's a nice blend uh, there's some time there some cases where our subsidiaries are able to help the other companies grow and uh, and we see a vision where Charter power, for example, along with advanced sustainable technologies, mm-hmm. can create a, a microgrid of sorts for some of these committed communities that we're talking to. So it's a it's a little bit of a blend. There's some services in there, plus some yep. you know some uh, infrastructure plays. Really, we're kind of uh, anti VC in a lot of ways. We're <laughs> we're looking we're looking for singles and doubles. We want companies that are that are doing real impact and you know providing a strong return. It doesn't. We're not going to hit you know one out of Hundred where we're getting a hundred hundred times return. We just want companies that are that are real and that are giving us a, a solid return, and, and we're in it for the long term, so we're patient.
0: Yeah, I think that was, and, and usually that's kind of the the origins of the holding company, right? It's usually yes. yeah. it, it's Absolutely. it's usually based in long term approaches rather than you know these mm-hmm. kind of three years and then we're trying to go right. If you're not if you're not you know twenty x in three years, then it's deemed a failure. Right. And I think Correct. that so many companies are are not funded because they don't have that that unicorn trajectory, yeah. right? And you know, well, maybe it's like maybe this company is probably just like a twenty million dollar company, right? Yeah. But that's okay. They do something great yeah. for the world. They they have right. good they good jobs. It's like those are actually well, the companies that need to be more funded. Exactly. And, and that's what I'm hoping comes
1: out of the the impact yep. space. Well, I, I would I would argue that this unicorn approach has been extremely dangerous to our, yeah. to our world. I mean, it's made for a, you know, a dirty world in, in physically and yep. mentally in a lot of ways. So, so we, we borrowed a, a saying that we like to use that, you know, zebras fix what unicorns break. So these, ah. these companies that are doing, that are doing solid, solid, you know, just kind of plugging along and, and, and are real and doing good things. You know, we want those to succeed. So we're, we're riding the, riding the zebras.
0: I love that. No, that's that's amazing. That's that's the big hope I see from yep, I like the impact that. investing spaces when they, when they look at it and say, you know, we'll take the we'll take the, the lead and, right, and fund these companies that, like again, 10, 20, 30 million, 40 million, 50 million dollar companies, right. and they're not going to be billion dollar companies, right? They're not right. going to be 500 million dollar companies, but they still provide a great service. For their customers, mm-hmm. for the environment, and for their employees, right? I mean, this is mm-hmm. most people are employed by quote unquote small businesses, but that could mean they're doing a few million in revenue every year, right? Exactly. Well, I usually like to end a little bit about the future, and I know that's it's a bit tough right now to to look at it as you normally would. There's a lot of disruption going on in, in a bunch of different yeah. sectors across the world. But take us internally for a little bit. Like, what do you guys? Has your goals or, or sort of mission and strategy changed within the last year and, and what what do you guys hope to have you recalibrated your your sort of goals and, and what success looks like for for the next five years or so
1: you know we're trying to create inclusive socially impactful wealth for all people so I, I think our our timing is actually uh, good in the craziness and the messiness that's going on in our in our world I think the in the future we we think we're hopeful that, uh, stubbornly optimistic, I guess, (laughs) that uh, all investments will, and all businesses will be impact companies. It's just a matter of what kind of impact they are providing. Uh, You know, young people and women and people who care about the future are not okay with companies that are, are not doing better things. So, so we, we're, I, I think that's an optimistic view, but I, I also think that it's an important view that, uh, that we can change the way capitalism has been, been running, uh, in, you know, traditionally here so that it's more responsible as a company. Yeah, we've, we've done a little bit of uh, pivoting and, and making sure that we are, are very careful with the money coming in with the money, you know, in about the money going out. But, uh, right. we see a, you know, we want to continue to have this democratization vehicle so that people can participate, uh, uh, I think, and also on the good news side, is we think that we're going to have a strong appetite for capital because there is a lot of places for us to use it. So yeah. we're on a we're on a pathway to uh, become a uh, you know publicly traded company at some point. Sure. and that uh, that so that people can uh have a little more of a liquid uh, option of being part of what we're doing but but uh it does feel like it's what we're doing is important and i really appreciate you and cause Artists uh you know light putting a light on this impact space because it has got the uh, potential to make our world a better place
0: absolutely well thanks so much craig it's been a uh, amazing chat i knew it would be a great great discussion cuz uh, you know our you. our backgrounds aligned at least and and hopefully hopefully one day uh uh, my future will be similar to yours is, is, is my plan and, and, <laughs> and goal. So uh, I appreciate you taking the time because I, I do think that uh, what you're building is is really important. And, and, I, and I hope you guys can be a leader in, in sort of the space of, of looking at the holding company structure as a potential mm-hmm. way for impact investing to get even more powerful. Right. I think that's uh, that's the, the, the part of this that excites me. So, mm-hmm. I, again, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, tell the team just keep crushing it and, and keep uh-huh. and keep doing what they do.
1: I will, Grant, and uh, appreciate you.